Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Hey everyone, it's great to be connecting with you for Words of Life today. And uh, we have a special Sisters Edition, Rise Up. We're talking about men and women who took bold steps for God. And, and today, I, Erin, are joined by the beautiful Nikki Nelson. Hi, Erin. Hi. <laughs> it's nice to be uh, not sitting next to my husband. I know. For this it's different. It's a different sight this time. I'm usually with Ollie, if you didn't know. <laughs> so it's lovely to be with Erin as well. Yeah, such a treat. And uh, today we're going to be sharing a few thoughts around Caleb and Joshua. Yes. It's pretty exciting. If you don't know about Caleb and Joshua, They are two people that we see in the Old Testament in Numbers 13. Basically, the story begins that Moses has helped the Israelites come out of slavery in Egypt. And they're trying to find a new home, essentially. And God has promised them this land. He's called it the promised land. And what they have to do is go and claim this promised land. So God asks Moses to send people, 12 spies, essentially, into the promised land to have a look and to take the land. He doesn't necessarily tell them to spy on the land, but he says, just go and claim the land. And there are two standouts from these 12 spies. There are two men called Joshua and Caleb that come back and they report back that we can take this land. It's an amazing land. God's hand is on it and we should take it. Unfortunately, the other 10 spies outnumbered them in saying, nope, we can't take it. It's too scary. There's giants. We can't do it. So essentially, Joshua and Caleb lost out. Such an incredible story of of faith, right? And there's so many great points that we can bring out of this one, but we do have a few thoughts to share about and have a conversation around today. And the first, I think, is that uh, we need to choose faith in God's promises over fear. Because as you said, God had already promised the land to the Israelites. He said, I'm giving it to you. Yet they still went out and explored the land and focused on the obstacles as opposed to the great things. They did acknowledge that, you know, it was a land flowing with milk and honey. Uh, There were really good things about the land, but they focused on the things that were going to be a challenge for them. The people were powerful. The cities were fortified. And therefore, that determined their decision around how they were going to move forward. And I think it's interesting because every promise that uh, God gives us, no matter what that might be in life, uh, there are obstacles that we encounter. There are challenges, but we have to choose whether we focus on the promise or we look at the fear, the obstacles that are around. I know uh, we've moved several times into d- to different countries. And, and when you do that, you do do your research and, yep. and you look at <laughs> Google as your best and, friend. And it can be very easy, kind of Nikki, to kind of look at all of the negative mm-hmm. things, even though you know God said this is what you need to do to focus on the challenge. I don't know. You moved from Australia to New Zealand mm. when you married Ollie. How, yeah. how did you find that? I mean, you know, you go into it and I think you have this idea in your mind um, that it's going to be so romantic and everything's just going to be perfect because, <laughs> you know, in my case, I was moving for love, yes, but I also felt like, Ollie and I really felt like we had a strong sense that this is what God was asking us to do. And so in moving, it's like you said, you can just so easily focus on the negatives. I remember it, like such silly things. I would focus on the weather. It was raining four out of seven days and I was like, what have I done? Why have I moved here? Or they didn't have a gym that I liked or I couldn't find my favorite brand of yogurt in the grocery store (laughs) the tiny things that you just get so caught up on and think gosh did God actually say is this God's promise forgetting that he just said to go he didn't say do your research google everything make sure it fits the idea that you have in your own mind of what it should look like he just said 
go and take it. So good. And that's exactly what God said to Moses to do. Mm. Go and explore the land. Get excited about it. Uh, but in his natural uh, self, as we all do, <laughs> he, he went and focused on, well, how hard is it going to be? And what do I need to do pre- to prepare? Um, but uh, yes, it's it's good to good reminder to us all, I think, to, to focus on what God promises for us. Yeah. And I think we also learn from um, this story how important courage is in the face of obstacles. Right. Remembering that when God has said it, he's given you everything that you need in order to take the promise that he has for you. So these people, the 12 spies, they if they had real courage and real trust in God's promise, they would have looked at those obstacles and thought, yes, but God has said that we can do this. Yes, those men are big. And yes, those cities are fortified. However, God said. And you see this in Joshua and Caleb. And you see that you know down the track, they were rewarded for their courage because they stood strong in right. the face of fear. They stood strong in the face of fear against the enemy, against the people that were already in the land. But they also had to stand strong in the face of people that were going against them, that didn't have the same opinions as them. So their own people who said, actually, we can't do this. They got so angry with Joshua and Caleb for their defiance that they wanted to stone them. Which is massive. And I, I think often in life, we can find ourselves in the same situations, potentially not people wanting to stone us. But <laughs> I haven't been in that situation. <laughs> but how often have you been even at a conversation at dinner table with a bunch of people mm-hmm. and the majority tends to dominate and it can be very hard to speak up for truth and what you believe in when, in this case, 80% of the people, the 12 actually were going against what Joshua and Caleb said, but they did. They stood their ground. They weren't going to, um, you know, let go of what they believed in. So it did take a lot of courage. So true. I know for myself when I've been in those situations, like you said, the dinner table or you're out with some friends, and you might have an opinion that is the odd opinion out. Right. And I just, for myself, I just shut my mouth. <laughs> I just yeah. stop speaking because I don't, I don't want to be the one that goes against the grain. Right. That causes a a scuffle or an argument because I don't like it. So, true. <laughs> so it does. It takes courage. I think, I think most of us could relate to that for sure. Um, I think the, the third thing uh, about Joshua and Caleb is that uh, what we learn from them is that your perspective determines your outcome. Uh, you know, they were the only ones who brought that particular report, had that perspective that actually, yes, we can do this, we can take this land. And yet they were the only ones who ended up seeing the promise come to pass they spent another 40 years after that <laughs> that's a long that time expedition uh, before they did see the land in fact god said nobody over the age of 10, 20 will enter the land apart from joshua and caleb because they carried that different spirit that spirit of faith and wow it's crazy because i think sometimes our perspective uh, does determine what the outcome is, but it may not be as we originally thought it would be. Mm. You know, they had to wait such a long time, which wouldn't have been easy. 40 years. I know that if I was waiting for something for 40 years, I would <laughs> question, did God actually say? You, <laughs> did God promise me this? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, to only finally see it come to pass 40 years later, which is pretty incredible. But it's interesting that we're, we're only responsible for how we respond. Mm. So sometimes other people can control an outcome, which is in this case yeah. w- what happened. But at the end of the day, they did receive the promise. They held on to hope. It just didn't quite 
look the way in which God had intended it to, or perhaps Joshua and Caleb wanted it to. Yeah, it's so true. I think in our own lives, when God has promised us something, you know, as we were discussing moving countries, moving cities, sometimes things don't pan out exactly the way that you want them to or think they will, but ultimately God is good. Right. And he's asked you to do something because he's called you, you know, to a certain place or to a certain um, calling, and he's asked you to do it. Even if it sometimes looks messy, his hand is still on it. That's right. So I I guess our encouragement to all of us today would be just to continue to believe God for his promises, put faith over fear, have courage and and don't be afraid to stand up against the crowd and and realize that your perspective will determine the outcome. Ultimately, it may not look as you want it to or as you thought it would pan out, but God is in control and he is good and he will uh, be faithful to what he promises Mm. us with. So... So good. We'll pray for everyone now. Hope you have a great day and hope you heard um, some great words of life in this podcast. (laughs) Lord, we pray for every person listening in today. We pray for anyone who's on a journey of faith, that you give them courage, that you give them the ability to trust in your word. God, we pray for people that are in the waiting, that have heard um, a promise from you, God, that are still waiting for it. We pray that you give them perseverance and patience in this Mm -hmm. season. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.